Welcome back to Mystery Ingredient, the podcast talking about food and people, and people and food, of the vegan variety. You're listening to part one of our exclusive interview with Jim Vessel, co-founder and executive chef of Virtuous Pie, a plant-based pizza experience based in Vancouver, BC, who opened its first stateside location in Southeast Portland this past year. This episode, The Virtues of Virtuous Pie, was recorded live from the eatery's outdoor patio on Southeast D Street with the Vegan Iron Chef team. Cheers. In today's episode of Mystery Ingredient, the podcast talking about people and food and food and people of the vegan variety, Travis, Jess, and myself, Stephanie, from the Vegan Iron Chef team are joined by Jim Bessel, co-founder of Virtuous Pie, which first opened in Vancouver, BC in 2016. This episode will be featured in our ongoing vegan pizza series. We're recording today from the patio at Virtuous Pie. Uh, We're talking shop about pizza and ice cream of the vegan variety, or shall I say plant-based. Yeah, so I I have a a very long and technical title. So I do culinary development for the, the, the restaurant and so what that means is I, um, I'm i in charge of kind of all the food from, from a high up level. Like I don't necessarily do it all myself. Um, one of the things that I set out to do with Virtuous Pie was just really, there's just really no ego with what we do. So when it comes down to our food program, you know, obviously I, I you know, developed a lot of the menu in my, my studio apartment before we even opened our first restaurant. But, you know, moving forward, you know, I, I get a lot of feedback from my chefs so I have a great chef here in Portland and, and one in Vancouver as well and whenever we're doing like a mini launch or we want to you know, work on a new pizza or a new dish uh, their feedback is really important to me and, and their contributions are really important and so they have those opportunities to contribute to the kind of the overall so I don't I don't I don't hold the keys tight to the chest it's very much about how do I you know put something that's the 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 guest really likes like that's really my most important person is like what is the guest like and whether that comes from me or you know, my dishwasher or one of my chefs, like that doesn't, it's not important. All that matters is that like, you know, the food and the, um, you know, what, where we're going is people are excited about it and, and it tastes good. So, um, so I do all that. That's like a big part of it. Um, and then I also do all the business development. So everything from, you know, scouting new locations to doing layouts of the restaurants to permits to, um, you know, all the profits and business side and, you know, just about everything that, uh, you know, keeps the operation running and keep, keeps us kind of like, you know, profitable and making sure that we can kind of grow, grow us and, uh, you know, so we can, uh, you know, do more of the same. Um, so I, you know, I'm in charge of all that. Um, and I have a great partner that works with me. Her name's Leah. She does all our like marketing and branding. Um, so she's in Vancouver. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a great team and yeah, I'm super excited. So for- how to virtuous pie happen? Yeah. How did you get involved with it? So that's a, that's a good question. So I actually used to work uh, for a big um, corporate chain in uh, Canada called Earl's. So they actually have about 65 locations. There's actually about a, I want to say about a half dozen in, in the States now. They have one in Bellevue. Uh, they have one in uh, some in Texas and Miami and um, a lot, mostly across Canada though. They've, they've been around for about 30 years. So I was a, kind of a chef for them. Um, and I ran a really large, about a 350-seat restaurant. We did about $7 million a year in sales. So high volume, super crazy restaurant. Like, probably, like, you know, it took me a lot of work to get to that point. And that was kind of, like, the probably the most, like, intense job from the sense of, um, you know, what was needed from me to kind of 
make it happen and, and that really um, you know, I was really burnt out at one point so um, I actually left that job and I, I, I did a bit of soul searching I went to Europe for two months by myself and you know backpacked around and uh, when I got home I, I was kind of thinking about what I wanted to do for the future and I knew you know I still had a passion for doing something in food I just I didn't want to be in a restaurant cooking uh, you know 80 hours a week till midnight Friday Saturdays late nights like I just I didn't see myself doing that long term and so um, so I ended up taking a job as a catering chef so I did catering for about a year thinking that that would be the you know the solving all my problems as a chef and I actually absolutely hated it because I just I just miss people catering is a very kind of soulless uh, exercise you know you're you're catering you know you're working in some back kitchen in some you know golf club for 700 people you never meet you never talk to and you're pumping out you know 500 of the same thing just mindlessly and it was a very uh, you know it was very different than working in a restaurant but it just wasn't it wasn't satisfying at all and um, I really like people is really what drew me to hospitality in the first place uh, so then after that I you know I spent some time kind of looking about what I wanted to do and um, you know I've been getting more and more into kind of the plant-based vegan kind of world that was kind of during my transition over um, so I definitely you know um, one of my really good friends actually uh, he's my, one of my old chefs he uh, he's actually the uh, corporate chef for Gardein and so he actually really brought me into that kind of world and uh, his name's Jason um, and he actually really brought me into that world and that, so I started kind of you know thinking about you know long term like how I could maybe make a difference and how I wanted to maybe look, look back on like what I had accomplished as a in my career and uh, you know look at, and kind of see that I made some sort of impact so um, so that led me to um, you know do a little bit of searching around to see kind of what what was out there and through that process I met um, my partners who are some of our investors and they're actually a local super local um, they're a family out of uh, Vancouver so they're just it's literally a son and his dad and you know they had um, a business that was totally unrelated to cooking they had an interest in getting into hospitality and, and food and restaurants because they had one was vegan for 15 years one was vegan for 25 years but they had zero hospitality background zero food background whatsoever and so they were looking for someone to potentially partner with on um, a venture into hospitality and so um, through a mutual friend we connected and um, you know we talked a lot about what that could be so when we kind of got together there was no virtuous pie it was just hey we want to do something vegan we want to do something in food we're not sure what it is and you know we spent quite a bit of time doing you know market research we looked at what's out there we looked at you know, different things that we were excited about you know we thought about food delivery we thought about you know meal prep we thought about uh, catering all these kinds of things kind of came to our uh, doing maybe retail products so some sort of like vegan something um, and then through that process, we kind of realized that, you know, we wanted to be a bit more active. And so, um, you know, Virtuous Pie kind of grew out of that. Um, and so, you know, I've always had a, I love pizza and it's, it's always something I've, I've, I've enjoyed doing. And so, you know, we looked around and we looked at, there's basically really good vegan, just about everything. Um, we found that there's basically lots of all vegan restaurants yeah. for Indian food and sushi and, you know, uh, bowls and stir fry and Mexican food those were really easy to find but we really couldn't find like really good vegan pizza um, that was like fully fully vegan restaurants like they just people just didn't do it um, or the adoption of like um, you know vegan some places where to put, put vegan cheese on their menu and it was like Daya 
and you know we love Dale. They're from Vancouver, so they're they're from our hometown. Um, so we've always, um, you know, obviously there's lots of controversy now, but um, at the time, you know, we were always big fans of Dale. But we knew that we didn't want to do that for our pizza, um, and so that was kind of what Virtuous Pie was born out of. It was out of that desire to like create something that was not only really appealing for vegans, which is obviously a big part of our customer base, but really, how do we create, you know, really, you know, we looked at companies like, um, you know, Veggie Grill, and if you look at Veggie Grill, one of their crazy statistics is like 80% of their customers are not vegan. You know, they've opened up vegan and plant-based eating to a whole, whole new group of people that would never normally eat vegan, right? And so we thought, we're like, well, there's, they don't have pizza there, so how could we be like the veggie grill of pizza? And, that, and like, it was like at a very high level, you know, we wanted to be able to open up vegan pizza and vegan eating to a, a whole group of people that had never experienced that. And so that was kind of, you know, where Virtuous Pie came out of, is this desire to do something that was not just for vegans, but really just for everyone. And, and how, can we, how can we show as many people as possible that, you know, you can eat in a way that is good for you, good for the animals, good for the planet, and it doesn't have to be, you know, rubber on a plate, or it doesn't have to come with all the, you know, judgment and, you know, um, sometimes guilty feel or, you know, sometimes unwelcomeness of certain vegan, you know, places. And and I think if if you're a vegan, like, you've experienced that. If you're a new vegan, you've probably experienced that. And if you're you're definitely not a vegan and you've gone into some certain vegan establishments, 100% you've experienced that. And, you know, we really wanted to create a restaurant for everyone um, and we you know our goal was always to grow bring vegan food to the masses and show them that there is a better way and it, it can taste good as well so wow. what are your thoughts on the terms plant-based versus vegan uh, personally I love it I mean I think if if we can like if we can create a word that is going to bring people more into vegan eating um you know, without turning them off, that's great. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think I think the important thing to, I think people need to understand is obviously there is a difference between a vegan lifestyle and a plant-based diet. You know, some you know veganism is not really a diet, so to so to speak. Um, but with that said, I mean, I think you know plant-based is a good kind of like gateway gateway word to get people to kind of start learning about those things and I think sometimes you know with the word vegan um, you know people read vegan and they already have judged what it's going to taste like or what kind of place they're going to um, some people you know they they go in with those like really negative kind of experiences about like veganism and uh, you know we all know those people like I know those people that are you know the very activist militant vegans and at the end of the day I actually think that's great like I think there's a place I think I think we need we need that, but I think we also need like a broad approach, right? Like we need many people from different approaches with different ways of approaching the subject because what works for some people isn't going to work for everyone. And so you know some people will really you know they'll listen to that they'll watch that movie or they'll listen to that person like preach at them and that'll be the wake up call. Some people will just you know shut right out. And so for those people that are going to tr- shut it off, you need a different approach. And I think that's. You know, I, that's why I think like a you know broad spectrum approach is the best. And um, you know, a lot of people ask me like, well, what do you think of like you know people that are very in your face? I, I think it's great. Like, you need everyone from all different walks of life, all different um, approaches. Like, it's one way is not going to work for everyone. Um, it's going to take many different ways, many different approaches. Um, and you know, it's not going to happen overnight. And so, for the people that might do it a little bit slower, 
I think, you know, plant-based is a nice, safe word, and it kind of gets them in the door. And then, you know, then we kind of, you know, we can kind of reel them in a little bit, right? And you can start to, um, you know, puts their guard down, so to speak. Um, so I think it's a great word. I, I just... I just want to, ma- I, I guess, make sure that people don't misuse it. Well, what brought Virtuous Pie to Portland? Uh, the appeal obviously lies in that we're a vegan haven yeah. down here. But is there more to that story? Well, I mean, to be honest, uh, there is a little bit more. Um, I think, you know, we wanted to do a second location. And uh, if, if you may or may not know, Vancouver is an incredibly difficult real estate city. Uh, commercial and residential real estate is just insane. Um, property is insane. And, um, you know, we knew that if we wanted to eventually grow Virtuous Pie, which has, has always been our goal, is how do we reach as many people as possible, we knew that we had to make it in very competitive markets. We couldn't just, you know, Vancouver's a great city. They've been super great to us. The community is awesome. But um, it's almost been too easy because there hasn't been a great, there's not a ton of vegan restaurants. There's definitely not a ton of great vegan restaurants. And so um, you know, that movement's just starting to kind of reach, I th- I'd say probably it's like kind of peak of, you know, we kind of hit struck while the iron was hot in Vancouver. And so it felt like we couldn't do any wrong. You know what I mean? And, and, and still feels that way. So like sometimes like, you know, we're, we're so busy all the time and, and everything's going so well. Sometimes it feels like, you know, um, it's hard to get a real sense of, okay, well, how would we do other places? And so when we started to look at, okay, well, where else could we go? You know, obviously, um, we always knew we, you know, at the end of the day, Canada, is, I love Canada, but there's 33 million people in Canada and there's 330 million people in the States. So if we want to really kind of grow what we're doing and grow the concept, you know, we have to go after that big population. And so we knew we wanted to do a, a location in, in the States, United States. And, uh, you know, we looked at Seattle, and we looked at Portland because they're both f- fairly close to us geographically. And, you know, to be honest, and, and no offense to Seattle, but just no one got excited about Seattle. Or did you go, which one already has a vegan pizzeria? Yeah, not even that. I mean, I think, uh, you know, we w- I've been to Pizza Pie in Seattle and it's it's great. It's totally different than what we're doing. And like, they're a totally different type totally. of pizza. Um, and I think, you know, I, but, you know, you walk in there and it's on the, on the wall, there's like, you know, pictures of cows that are kind of half cut up in slaughterhouses it's very there's all this like literature on the countertop about like you know eggs and dairy and, and I think that it's like educational but that wasn't the kind of place that we would open like we're not we're not trying to we don't want someone that's maybe uh, an omnivore to walk in look at that and turn around and walk out you know and, and I know I know lots of people that would 100% that's what they do they'd walk in and say what's this pizza pie place They'd see the literature, they'd see the posters, they'd see the art, and they'd turn around and they'd walk, they'd run out of there as fast as you can, as there, fast as they can go. Yeah, there's different experiences, especially for like someone who's like a mid or long time vegan, that is the type of place that you'd want to bring your family to. <laughs> like on one hand, you want to bring the pizza pie and have them go like, oh my gosh, what did you get me into? But on the other, you come in here and it's a bit different when you step in the door. But I want to ask you in regards to you know, virtuous pie in your menu. You, yeah. know, you mentioned a background in catering, sure. corporate food service, and backpacking Europe. What inspired the creation of the menu here? Uh, you know, for me, it was really about how do we, um, you know, the first thing we decided after we decided we were going to do pizza was, A, we're going to make our own cheese. That was like a big part of the program. Okay. But the second thing was, we don't want to just imitate 
meat versions of like do vegan versions of of traditional pizzas and and the reason is is you know if you're someone that's an omnivore and maybe is trying to reduce the amount of meat they eat or trying to make make a transition to a vegan diet the idea of eating a vegan pepperoni pizza over a regular pepperoni pizza is not that appealing in fact if you're if you're not even thinking about vegan food if you just want a, a good pizza um, you know, the, the omnivore, the carnivore will choose the regular pepperoni pizza over the vegan pepperoni pizza 10 times out of 10. And so we knew Why? we couldn't. Well, I think from their perspective, it's tastes better. And so we had to make we had to make food choices that tasted better. But we're like we, we wanted to show that, hey, you can eat vegan food that tastes just as good as that pizza with bacon or that pizza with prosciutto. And you don't have to make a decision between taste and then like what's good. You know, like you can do both. And so when we set out to the menu, I was like, well, how do we create food that if I don't normally like vegan food, I would like. And, um, you know, and I always say like our menu is not des- like and, and it, I always like have to be careful saying this because obviously the vegan vegetarian community is like it's like they've been so supportive and they've been so strong. But like at the end of the day, the menus for people that aren't vegan vegetarian because those are the ones we're trying to really bring into the, the movement and bring into the fold and whose eating habits are trying to change. So if we just made a, a menu that was like appealing just to vegans, it would only, it, we'd kind of be like in our own echo chamber. We'd just be feeding the people that are already doing the things that we want them to do. And so, you know, that was a big part of the menu development is how do we create flavors and, you know, things that A, weren't easily um, copyable. Like you can just go to, um, you know, a lot of vegan places, it's like, um, you know, you get red pepper and artichokes and black olives, and that's the pizza, and that's the vegan choice. And that didn't really seem that compelling to us. Like, okay, it's just a veggie pizza. Um, so that was a big part of it. Um, obviously, being from Vancouver, you know, we got a lot of really crazy, um, it's a huge multicultural mix of Asian and, and Southeast Asian and, you know, Indian and, like, lots of... Uh, different flavor profiles so you know we have a little bit more some pizzas that are a little bit more out there as far as like those kinds of flavor profiles um and then obviously the last piece for us was always like it has to look good and from from a visual standpoint like it has to be something where you know you eat with your eyes first and so if the pizzas looked like um you know we wanted to make them really appealing because that that's the most important thing too like they have to look good and so those are kind of like the main kind of I guess principles when we went in, when I went into it, and I actually developed about probably 40 different pizzas when we did the original kind of like mini development, and um, some of them were great, some of them were total disasters, uh, and some of them were okay that maybe still need a bit of work and they might show up again. But um, you know, we ended up narrowing it down to eight pizzas, and you know that's what we went with. So, can you tell me what is the one at this moment in time that you think back on and you're like? Why didn't that make the menu? I wish it was on the menu. I did a quattro formaggio, so like a four cheese pizza, which seems kind of weird because it's vegan. And so um, that one actually made a traditional like vegan meat heavy pizza. We got like, you know, the vegan sauce sausage and pepperoni. We're like, we're going to do meat lovers. It'll be really cool. And it just, it just was kind of like, this is not good. Um, so it was one of the ones that, like, I'm glad I didn't make it. But, you know, we tried doing a meat lovers with, like, all the, you know, crazy vegan bacon and vegan meats and vegan pepperoni in it. And it just was, you know, it was just this big mess of, you know, things that just didn't taste quite like they probably should. What has changed since you've opened your first location? You know, the biggest thing that I think has changed has been, uh, especially coming to Portland, 
Um, it's really been interesting to see the different perspective. Like, uh, Vancouver is a very... Um, Portland feels a lot more traditional, and I think some of the things that we tried in Vancouver that really worked well haven't worked so well in Portland. And I think some of the tastes here are a little bit safer. People are a little bit on the safer side as far as, like, being more adventurous. So, um, you know, some of the, the pizzas that, you know, people really liked in Vancouver, um, like our curry pizza, for instance, people kind of, like, give me a weird look when they see that here. So I wow. think I think so, I think some of the flavor profiles maybe aren't quite... Um, they don't quite fit, and, and it was actually one of the funniest things is the mark. So, the, when we were uh, doing our Portland location, uh, we have a margarita, which is obviously just like literally a cheese pizza. Um, so sorry, Italians who get upset about that, but it's literally just cheese pizza. But uh, we, we weren't sure we were going to bring it to Portland, and it's actually been like our second highest seller. So that was something that really kind of surprised me because I, I, I realized what I realized was like people in Portland, you know, they want the more traditional. Uh, you know, they want the more traditional flavor profiles. They want, you know, very almost more purists in the sense of, like, what goes on a pizza. Putting kimchi on a pizza is probably, like, sacrilegious. So I think there's, like, a, a sense of, okay, well, these guys are kind of way out there. So we're actually going to be launching, uh, doing a, a small menu launch in September. So we're going to we're gonna kind of dial it back a little bit for Portland and bring a few more tra- kind of traditional style pizzas on and, and see how they go. What's been the number one in Portland? Uh, the meatball and the, the margarita. Those have been the, the two high sellers. So do you have a challenge that you want anyone listening in Portland to take on? Like, please try this pizza. Yeah, I mean, I think the, <laughs> I mean, I think the curry mile, honestly, I mean, I also really love Indian food, so I'm, maybe I'm a little bit biased, but I think it's, it's one of my favorite pizzas. Um, and I think it's like our second to last, or maybe it's our lowest seller. Um, and it, it really just like, for me. Huh? Your heart. It doesn't hurt my heart, actually. Uh, my uh, my chef. It's actually a funny story about that pizza. My uh, my chef in Vancouver. He's from Manchester, and so in Manchester, there's a there's a lot of Indian food, and so uh, the the pizza is actually named after the Curry Mile in Manchester. It's actually a, a strip of street in Manchester where it's just tons of Indian restaurants. So he actually. He actually, um, I gave him kind of like a brief on that pizza. I was like, hey, we want to do like a, you know, an Indian flavor profile. I was like, here's kind of some of my high-level concepts. And he actually developed about 50%. Like, he kind of finished the pizza off. And then um, he, I was like, hey, well, what do we want to call it? And he's like, oh, I want to name it after Curry Mile, after my home, like where I'm from in Manchester. I was like, okay, that's great. That's awesome. Great bit of storytelling. And so he's the one that's probably the most upset that it's not selling down here because uh, he's, you know, it's definitely close, close near and near his heart. So... Um, he hasn't been happy that it's not been going well, so. Come on, Portland. Try the curry <laughs> pizza. But there's also a lot of great Indian Indian food in Portland, so I'm like, you know, if you're going to get Indian food, you might as well go to, like, one of the great Indian restaurants. All right, that's a wrap on part one. Please continue listening to our next episode for part two, hearing more of the Virtuous Pie story and what could be in store for their creative pizza and ice cream menu. You're listening to Mystery Ingredient, the podcast talking about food and people and people and food of the vegan variety. Thanks for joining us.